You told me goodbye How was I to know Welcome back to the Plutocracy Report on PRN. I'm your inglorious and indignant host, Vince Marcanti. Well, you see, when I told you all goodbye forever on the last show, I didn't really mean goodbye. I just meant, don't let me go. Well, I'm back, whether you like it or not. I figure it's better if the propagandists quit. Not one of the few fearless truth-tellers like me. Well, a friend of mine who is a fan and a like-minded, intelligent brother that I love, and one of the good guys in the military, well, he said, who cares about not being popular like Jimmy Dork? Do it for the exclusive PRN Pluto heads out there and the Podbean listeners who don't bother to give us a like anymore. (laughs) Whatever. Is that too much to ask? Make me feel good and hit the goddamn like button. (laughs) Well, I have abandoned my delusions of grandeur. And I admit my mighty Zebellion was a failure. And I'm going to try to kick my hopium habit. You know, is that what y'all want? Cynicism and hopelessness? Is that fun? Well, fine, whatever. It's easy to give up all hope, isn't it? I mean, the plutocrats really devised a system of mass mind control that I'm almost ready to admit we can't overcome anymore. Just when I thought people were going to wake up and realize how insane this COVID con job is, they doubled down on the propaganda and censorship and division and the fear and the wandering sheepies who were starting to question things. Well, they scampered back into their sheep herds. <laughs> hey, there's an election coming up. Get back to your sheep herds. Hurry, sheepies. <laughs> I saw a post from Mickey Hart from The Grateful Dead, who's featured today, and he's posting that same old crap that celebrities do. Get out and vote, everyone, because it's the most important thing you can do. Aren't I a good citizen for saying that? No, you dummy, you're 75 years old, and you still don't know the two-party system is a delusion and charade, and we have a government of plutocracy. We need to organize and take back our government by popular demand. Not from within the plutocratic system of madness and inequality and perfected propaganda. It's so hard to handle what's going on right now. But at least we got each other, right? Well, isn't it wonderful talking to someone who agrees with you and knows some conspiracies are real and that everything is done for upward money flow, power and control, And basically nothing the plutocrats, its government, and media says is true. Most people live in the fake world that the mind manipulators created and less want to know the truth and actually seek it. 
We are in the greatest conspiracy ever conceived, and it leads to the final power grab and control structure. The biggest of all time, but most people, they just don't see it. They really think the government is doing all this stuff for benevolent reasons, and nothing could be further from the truth. Let me tell you about a real leader who made a decision based on what's best for the people instead of what's best for the money masters who tried to bribe him. Huge foreign loans are given to sovereign nations by the World Bank, IMF, and the likes. But the conditions that come attached to these loans are seldom told by governments to their citizens. A recent case in Belarus has exposed the conditions laid by these agencies for loans being provided for COVID-19. The president of Belarus has exposed that the World Bank coronavirus aid comes with conditions for imposing extreme lockdown measures to model their coronavirus response on that of Italy and even changes in the economic policies, which he refused as being unacceptable. Belarus president Alexandra Lukashenko said, We hear the demands, for example, to model a coronavirus response on that of Italy. I do not want to see the Italian situation repeat in Belarus. We have our own country and our own situation. According to the president, the World Bank has shown interest in Belarus' coronavirus response practices. It is ready to fund us ten times more than it originally offered as a token of commendation for our efficient fight against the virus. The World Bank has even asked the healthcare ministry to share the experience. Meanwhile, the IMF continues to demand from us quarantine measures, isolation, and a curfew. This is nonsense. We will not dance to anyone's tune, said the president. Yeah, man, that's, that's a true leader. Belarus is one of the only European countries that have not implemented strict coronavirus containment measures. The non-restriction situation is such that even non-essential services remain open. The Football League of Belarus is still being played. Lukashenko is of the opinion that a complete lockdown was completely unnecessary. Similar views have been expressed by many renowned scientists as well. Recently, an Indian doctor has debunked the official narrative on coronavirus. He emphasizes that stress affects health and said that fear isn't necessary because eventually people will develop natural herd immunity to the virus. Yeah, no crap, dudes. It's obvious. It's the only verifiable truth. Here is one of the few people to advocate the opinion that life must continue uninterrupted. Just like world-renowned thinker Vince Marcanti from the Plutocracy Report, who declared that after seeing the facts and stats way back in March. What a genius. The president of Belarus is not the first one to have exposed the pressure exerted by global agencies amidst the coronavirus crisis to further their nefarious New World Order agenda. Earlier in a shocking development, the president of Madagascar made a sensational claim that the WHO offered him a $20 million bribe to poison COVID-19 cure called COVID-19 Organics, made from Artemisia. The Tanzanian president kicked out the WHO from the country after goat and papaya samples came back COVID-19 positive. Days after the Tanzanian move, 
Burundi also kicked out the WHO coronavirus team from the country for interference in their internal matters. It was also revealed in an intercepted human rights intelligence report that Bill Gates offered a $10 million bribe for a forced coronavirus vaccine program in Nigeria. Nice, huh? Money can get anything done for these sick bastards. So when a sheepy says to you, you're an idiot conspiracy nut because nearly every country is taking this pandemic seriously and there's no way you could have a global conspiracy. No, idiots, it's freaking easy. It's a global banking system and money is all that matters in this world of plutocratic rule. What do you think will happen to Belarus now that they have defied the global plutocracy cabal? You think they'll just leave the president alone and respect his decision? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? I'll tell you what. I will tell you what evil plans the transnational plutocrats have for that country in the second half of the show. So don't go away, my friends. A small amount of these filthy rich sociopaths came up with this scamdemic and through the banking system and WHO and bad governments that don't represent the people it can be easily pulled off and is being pulled off. The propaganda and fear is everywhere. Try this. Type in a three-digit number followed by the word cases and see what comes up on Google. It's freaking amazing. And Google is an arm of the plutocrats' ministry of propaganda. I posted that Belarus article from Zero Hedge on Facebook a while back because I already knew this was how they got many countries on board with this scamdemic. And not one person liked it or saw it. I don't know if anyone saw it. So I posted it again, and only Kelly from Florida said something. I wrote, hmm, what countries would choose plutocrat bribe money over truth? While desperate ones like, oh, I don't know, Italy? Massively corrupt and in-debt government, subservient to the global plutocracy and wherever Media is controlled by nefarious plutocrat interests. Yep, so almost everywhere but Belarus. Well, apparently Sweden to a lesser extent. I mean, we were told that they will have over 90,000 deaths for not going all totalitarian like most other countries. And they have like 5,000 deaths. And I can't get the exact number because if you Google Sweden, only propaganda comes up that says, Sweden has a horrifying death toll for not locking down and not abusing the kids like we are doing here. They happen to have a huge number of seniors in assisted living in that country. I mean, like two million of them who were all vulnerable to any flu, and some of them died. But overall, the deaths are minuscule and non-existent to healthy people. And Sweden reached herd immunity a while ago, and no one's dying from it anymore. And that would be the case worldwide if the New World Order didn't intend on using this scamdemic to usher in a commie takeover and control structure by making sure we don't reach herd immunity. There is no proof of a real pandemic, only propaganda and fake graphs and scripted news to spread unwarranted fear. There is no increase of deaths this year from past years. Now, as you all should know, most people are totally uninformed and don't care about anything but feeding their own vices, or they are completely misinformed because they read, watch, and trust only corporate state propaganda media. Well, over the last few weeks, I've been seeing more friends and people since we last talked. 
And here is the basic retarded mentality of Americans right now. People who agree COVID is a scamdemic are mostly in the Republican sheepherd and all seem to think the whole pandemic is just to get Trump to lose a meaningless election, at which point it'll all just go away. <laughs> a popular mean says, COVID was created to destroy Trump's great economy and make sure he's not reelected. <laughs> okay. Think of how narrow-minded and stupid that is. It's all about the meaningless head sock puppet, the figurehead in America, and tanking his awesome economy. Yeah, okay. Well, actually, the markets are at record highs. You dumb fools! And I guess Australia is locked down so Trump doesn't get reelected, huh? And they don't really want a new world dystopia in medical martial law and the sale of billions of vaccines. It's just to get rid of Trump! Come on, you idiots! Jeez, maybe you freaks are dumber than the idiot dummycrats in the neoliberal sheepherd who believe everything they're told by the media. And they love Biden, who picked a wretched, soulless woman for VP. Yay, I can't wait to vote! People who think they are woke for knowing the deep state is evil and that it lies, well, they think this will all go away when Biden gets elected in November? You absolute ignorant fools! It just shows how strong the dichotomy of division is and how stupid people really are. Listen, you brainwashed fools. Trump loves plutocracy. And he did everything he was told to do. He was the greatest asset to the power elite sociopaths by causing deep division and distraction. Everything over the last four years was a script, from impeachment to saying he's against socialism and then becoming the biggest socialist president in history as Trillions was created and given away free, mostly to Wall Street. But you know what? $2.2 trillion went to the people, and it still goes on and must go on, or this economy will crash. He ushered in the New World communist control structure, and his base still backs him? That's pure hypnosis and refusal to look at the facts. Trump ended funding to the WHO, and the base says, Yeah, man, he's fighting a deep state. Look at that. No, it's just a show, dummies. Pay attention to this. Trump gives $1.16 billion to Bill Gates Vaccine Alliance and inks deal with Pfizer for a COVID vaccine. American politics is strictly a show for sheep. Do you got it yet? Stop picking sheep herds and fight for taking our government back from the plutocrats. I tell everyone when they say this crap that picking sides doesn't matter. Who cares who the president is in a plutocracy? And it's impossible for them to refute. I mean, unless they're kids that have no knowledge of history and political reality, but they still cling to their delusional beliefs, even though they have to agree with me. You know, because you only have two options in the great dichotomy of division, and they can't think beyond that box that they've been trapped in. Now, conversely, the Democrats believe everything they're told by their neoliberal mind manipulators in the media. So they don't need any examination, but some know their sheepherd is pathetic and dishonorable. But you know what? They hate Trump so much, and they hate the other sheepherd so much. So that's enough to keep them deaf, dumb, and blind to reality. Then there is us the free thinkers, who are not being taken seriously and were being demonized. 
Now they tell us this. This is from Forbes, the plutocrat propaganda rag of crap. You must not do your own research when it comes to science. No, 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 no. You're too dumb for that, sheepies. Research both sides and make up your own mind. It's a simple and straightforward common sense advice. And when it comes to issues like vaccinations, climate change, and the novel coronavirus SARS-CoV-2, it can be dangerous, destructive, and even deadly. The techniques that most of us use to navigate most of the decisions in our life, gathering information, evaluating it based on what we know, and choosing a course of action, can lead to spectacular failures when it comes to scientific matters. The reason is simple. Most of us, even those of us who are scientists ourselves, lack the relevant scientific expertise needed to adequately evaluate that research on their own. Yeah, so always remember, purchase scientists indoctrinated to conformity and obedience to achieve personal success who are as dumb and honorless as can be are always right. And you, my free-thinking friends with inquiring minds, are too dumb to challenge the nonsensical lies they put forth. Well, it goes on to say, idiots who didn't want fluoride in their water, like in Portland, they voted to get rid of it. And suddenly all the poor children got more cavities. Oh, just like science said they would. Because people just won't accept the official junk science on it, you know. Then it goes on to say, when it comes to fluoridated drinking water, the consequences might only be mild. You know, cosmetic, barely visible markings on your teeth in the case of overfluoridation, and only a slight weakening of your tooth enamel in the case of underfluoridation. Oh, it's so clear cut. And then they say, but in the cases of a number of public policy measures, vaccinations, climate change, or the science of the novel coronavirus, the stakes are much higher. The consequence of getting it wrong can lead to permanent consequences and maybe even life or death matters for many. Yeah, but bought and controlled scientists doing studies to prove something that they've been paid to prove, well, they never get it wrong, right, Forbes? When left to our own devices, a substantial fraction of people will choose not to fully vaccinate themselves or their children. In some schools, up to 60% of children can be unvaccinated against preventable diseases such as measles, leading to a resurgence of the disease that should be eradicated. Many parents have a greater fear of adverse consequences from vaccines, despite the fact that other than minor skin irritation at the injection sites, medical complications are extraordinarily rare and occur no more frequently than random chance would indicate. Yeah, okay, especially when they deny the vaccine caused any health issues, you know, like autism. The science overwhelmingly indicates that vaccines are one of the safest public health interventions ever undertaken by humanity. But if you do your own research, you can find a small, tiny percentage of online activists and even a few medical professionals, you know, just, just like five, who rail against the overwhelming science, pushing discredited claims, fear, and often unproven cures, like supplements. Oh my God, that's so insane. Vitamins and trying to live a healthy lifestyle doesn't work. It's unproven. Just listen to the pharmaceutical industry. 
This fraud-driven conspiracy created an enormous public health disaster that's still ongoing today. <laughs> wow. Can you just imagine the sheepies reading this and nodding their head in agreement? Why can't people just trust scientists captured by plutocrat interests and ignore all the history of them being wrong? I have been reading lots of pro-vaccine propaganda lately because that is the biggest agenda of the propagandists during this scamdemic. Fear the cold virus and trust the liars and media and leadership positions is a message. They compare climate change deniers to anti-vaxxers and said how global warming science is true and people who say it isn't are idiots. Well, they didn't mention that every mainstream scientist is constantly and consistently wrong about everything related to global warming, you know, because it's happening 10 to 100 times faster than any of them predicted or projected. Plutocrat purchase science has never been accurate, and it's not meant to be. It is agenda-based, not reality-based. They are paid to prove something, and they don't do objective research. And this is undeniable. Unfortunately, many people who challenge the fake science are also bias-driven and make their own crap up as well. I've been listening to many other voices, too. You know, ones that I can find on YouTube that probably will be banned eventually. But most people out there take a true point about this being a planned scamdemic for nefarious agendas. But then they get into convoluted conjecture, you know, like it's all about an occult group or a satanic pedophile ring or transhuman reptilians or nanobot-laden vaccines for totalitarian transhumanism or the whole, the whole COVID scamdemic is just to make cover and distract people from the pedophiles in Hollywood and government and the business world. Yeah, that that's all. They created it all to cover that. Well, people talk about their contrived fantasies like sci-fi writers, and they pretend they're sure it's true. And a lot of it sounds crazy and makes sheepies think that all conspiracies, even real ones, are crazy because of that. Some seem excited about this nightmare situation, and they think it's all preordained by God or aliens, and it can't be stopped. So they get all goofy on their fascinations over one aspect of this grand conspiracy. Yeah, I know, some of these rich, sick rats are pedophiles, and maybe some are Satan worshippers, and maybe there is proof aliens crashed here once, and the new vaccines won't be safe or effective and I don't know, maybe they will have nanobots in them. What I do know is the most provable fact is bad people are running the world and it's within our power to stop them and manage our own societies off by and for the people. Let's get that main point right before dedicating our thoughts on pure comic book conjecture and speculation. That's why they can call all conspiracy theory fake because there's so much conjecture and BS attached to it. What we know is this pandemic was manufactured and is being pulled off even with a tiny death rate. From the start, it was staged and presented like a scripted event. Remember what we saw on the news about lockdowns in Wuhan, China? And we were all like, wow, look at all that crazy crap going on there. Hospitals are overwhelmed. There's mass graves. People are collapsing on the street and dying, even though they had face diapers on and 
harsh authoritarian measures were being taken, uh, we were scared and said, this is bad. Oh, am I glad it won't happen here. Well, then they staged the next event in Italy. The same thing, the same script. And all of Europe was then on board with the scam. Then they did it in New York. And the world was on board with the scam. Then the stage was set that everywhere and every country must follow the same plutocrat protocol to be in the unlimited loan and bailout dollar-backed plutocracy system. Now anyone who feels sick thinks they have COVID-19. And some of them who aren't even sick, they're still lining up to get tested. What is wrong with them? Think about that. How do you get people to wait in line to be tested for something and they don't even feel sick? Oh my goodness, are people idiots. They'll do anything they're told. The plutocrats heard that I was trying to wake up people and they sent me an article which made me paralyzed with fear. I won't even go outside anymore until everyone is forced to be vaccinated five times over. It's all because of this. Listen, they sent this to me. Listen closely. I'm freaking out. Bald men may be hit harder by coronavirus. Scientists fear. Bald men appear to be at higher risk of suffering severe coronavirus symptoms. A risk factor being named after the Big Apple Man who was the first U.S. doctor to die of the contagion, according to a new report. Okay, this is scary, isn't it? But wait, this is what has me hiding in isolation despite my desire for daily wild tantric sex! Scientists believe that androgens, male sex hormones like testosterone, may boost the ability of the coronavirus to attack cells! The same androgens are also understood to be behind baldness, making it a signal of vulnerability to the disease. We scientists really think that baldness is a perfect predictor of severity. <coughs> That's some sound science there. We dummies better trust it for our own good, right, mates? Please, my fellow baldies, live in total fear with me, or you know what? We all gonna die! <laughs> oh my god. Oh, insane. I mean, you know what? My healthy immune system that I take care of, well, that means nothing, because I'm freaking bald. You know, they also have it out for the kids. They want to destroy their lives and make them obedient slaves from early childhood. And they want you to think, all kids will die if they go back to school, and it's total bullcrap. So then they say, well, yeah, you know, maybe they won't all die, but they will bring the COVID-19 to grandma, and it'll kill her! You know, I don't think that's a clear-cut case, but even if it is, hey, that one's on grandma to decide if she wants to stay away from the kids. And I'm sure most grandmas don't want their grandkids to lose their childhood and be abused by the state just for her safety. And you know what? Where does it all end? You never see grandma again. And, you know, she will die of loneliness, which they will list as a COVID-19 death. Or, you know, or, or what? What else could you do? Well, you could let healthy people spread it and burn it out. And then, you know, it'll be over. But hey, if you're afraid because you're chubby and you know, you let your health go. So you're now worried that you can die from COVID-19. All right, fine. Maybe you have a reason to be scared because you're so freaking fat and unhealthy. Well, I've talked to many people who think they will die if they get it, even though they know 
No one else who has died from it. Whatever, fatties. Go isolate, but don't force everyone else to do it because your freaking health sucks. You know what, Tubby? This is a perfect time for you to get healthy. Quit the crappy food, exercise, take basic vitamins, drink water and juice instead of soda pop and cheap beer. Let this scamdemic lead you to make healthier choices. No, we're just going to wait till they all shoot us up with a vaccine. And we're going to take the statins and blood thinner pills so we can lead the same lifestyle that we're used to. You know, change is too hard, and fast food is so easy and delicious. And if all we have to do is take pills and get vaccines, and we can eat whatever we want, oh yeah, baby, count me in. They can't get that vaccine into me fast enough. Now get out of here with your healthy lifestyle sissy vegan crap. Yeah, okay, fine, that's your choice. But don't try to take away my freedom, because I don't want that crap in my body. Well, I'm brutally honest on this show, so I guess I got to admit that I'm not all that healthy like I pretend to be. I mean, I still like to party a little, token and a chugging, you know, once a week with my friends I like to let loose. And you know what? I'm only 90% vegetarian. I'm still 10% meathead. And I love the cheese, and I like eggs and bread, and I still chomp on some freaking meat once in a while. I don't know why I feel bad about it, but it's just there. It's all around me. (laughs) But I won't miss it as much as the people who love meat. You know, when it gets too expensive for the non-rich and the supply eventually dies out. This culture knew nothing of moderation and conservation. And it was always a plutocrat paradise. You know, who just know how to get while the getting's good. And they pretend that exponential growth of the ruling greedy class is endless, even on a finite planet. And they make the sheepies think consumption and waste is a product of success and proof of your success. Consume, buy, get more. So let's just keep it going until the eschaton. Another thing is that people who know this scamdemic is being used to usher in a communist-like New World Order of total plutocrat totalitarian control also think global warming is a hoax and part of the plan. You know, yeah, it's true. They will use it for nefarious agendas, like I always say. And controlling the food supply and taking away our liberties. But that doesn't mean it's all freaking fake. Like Vernon Coleman, the old fart in a chair, he talks correctly about this pandemic being a scam. And I'm like, yeah, way to go, old man. And then he starts getting into the Stories about global warming is all fake. And I'm like, okay, you crusty old fool. You just discredit yourself. Global warming and man-made environmental devastation is undeniable. Come on. Yes, the plutocrats will use it for their own evil benefit. Of course they will. Both facts are real, you idiots. Do you really think that we can treat the atmosphere, the biosphere, the web of life the oceans, and the planet the way we have over the last couple hundred years and have no negative consequences? Come on, grow up. Last week, Baghdad hit 125 degrees. Record high temperatures have been plaguing the Middle East this year. The mercury is soaring to extreme levels during a blistering and unforgiving heat wave. Yeah, so what, Vince? It's a desert. It's always hot there. No, you craptards! Records are breaking every year! Do you feel the sun burning your skin now more than ever? The upper ozone layer is being shredded. 
Things are extreme now. Last Monday, right here in my town, we had a storm and a tornado that was like a hurricane. Winds hit 100 miles per hour. They ripped down trees all over, and I lost power for a day, and food gardens were destroyed, and it made me feel vulnerable and unprepared, because I am, and so are most of you. We had major looting in Chicago the night before that storm. What's to come in our societies and environment is truly frightening, and we pretend things will go back to normal once everyone is vaccinated? Or when Joe Biden wins, everything will be just peachy keen again then, right, sheepies? No, you idiots! This is a final power grab and a nightmare dystopia for us all! We need to change now. Real revolution of the peaceful but relentless and effective kind. And a new government of, by, and for all the people. And we can address every coming problem with intelligence and compassion including the catastrophic consequences from climate change and ending geoengineering and environmental destructive behavior immediately. No, too much to think about, too much to do. Fine, run away, you mindless sheepies. Enjoy the new world dystopia from hell. But the truth is this, we can run, but we can't hide from it. And of all possible worlds, we only got one. And we got a ride on it, baby.
That's the Grateful Dead off their last album that they made called Built to Last from 1989. And, you know, nobody really liked it. (laughs) But that song was by the keyboard player Brent Midland and lyricist John Barlow. That's the only song I've ever heard that talks about the sun burning through the ozone layer. And I believe the UV levels is the biggest threat and most immediate threat to life on this planet. And no one even talks about it. Which only confirms my belief. The plutocrat media will say stuff like, rising oceans is the biggest threat for the people in, oh, I don't know, 2150 maybe. You know when it's almost two inches higher. (laughs) Nope, we will be all long gone before the oceans raise that much. That is why they talk about it, because it's a long way off and we'll never live to see it. Well, anyways, Brett Midland was with the Grateful Dead for 11 years from 1979 till the summer tour of 1990, which I saw in Wisconsin at Alpine Valley. And I loved it. After the tour, he was found dead in his home in California of a drug overdose. And he was only 38 years old. Now, I liked him a lot because, you know, when he sang, you could see the veins in his head popping out. He really gave it his all. And you know what? Jerry Garcia died 25 years ago this week. It was August 9th, 1995, and he was only 52. I don't know why 
So many successful musicians use drugs so heavily, but I wish they were smarter about their health, and I miss them. And people don't really feel sorry for drug addicts, do they? There's not much sympathy for them. Well, we can't hide from the consequences of our actions. And you know what? The same applies for our inaction. If we don't take action to stop this new world dystopia they have planned for us, we will be living as pure sheepy slaves in a joyless, dehumanizing society. You know, as a wise man once said, me, this is not a passing phase. It is a permanent paradigm pushed by the plutocrats. And we are all falling for the greatest hoax ever conceived by the most insane, demonic sociopaths on earth. That is not exaggeration, by the way. I can go on and on about the different levels of lies and propaganda and the motives and goals, but all we need to know is they are lying about this pandemic. And it's merely an agenda for total control of everything, money and food being the main necessities that they want to control. I have reported on Belarus defying the orders of the global elite since the beginning of this scamdemic. And I even threatened to quit the show and move there back in March, remember? Yeah, no one even cared. But I was so impressed that they didn't take the banksters' bribe to imprison the people over the COVID con job. And I will now update you on what's going on there. Well, what did you think was going on? If you defy the global money masters, they try to take out the leader. Do I need to list all the countries we did that to? No, there's no time. Look it up yourselves. But in this case, think about Ukraine. The first thing they do is say their election was rigged. Then they pay people to protest. They, you know, they start even before the election. But they pay them to protest, and then they get others to join in. Then they say the response to the protests are horrible and brutal, and the president is a mad dictator who stole the election. It's the same old story every freaking time the power elite needs to punish a defiant leader. They wait till their election and put the propaganda in action. You know, the president who has been there since the 90s, well, he won the latest election on August 8th with 80% of the vote. So they pay protesters and journalists to stir up the crap. And some of the 20% who wanted change, well, they join in. The president there is probably an authoritarian knucklehead. I don't know that much about him. And they probably need a more democratic leader. And that goes for every country. And we all should have direct democracy. But they actually like their president there. The country was devastated in World War II a victim of Nazi scorched earth policy, and they lost nearly one-third of the population. So, you know, rightfully so, they've been suspicious of foreigners and take pride in security forces, and that all plays well among many voters. And Lukashenko is a tough nationalist protecting them from foreign meddling. And there is no better proof of this than his refusal to give in to the scamdemic and take their dirty, pluty money. He won, no doubt. You can't fake 80%, but he is on the plutocrats' hit list. And this is what we are seeing now. I mean, just look up Belarus in the corporate media. It's all united in the same narrative like they always do. Like this, deadly protests in Belarus followed disrupted re-election of Europe's last dictator. (laughs) Oh, okay. So Putin isn't a dictator anymore, huh? 
Why? Because he followed the COVID protocol like a good little rat? EU to consider sanctions against Belarus as police fires live rounds at protesters. Yeah, the U.S. of hypocrisy, I'm sure, will sanction them this week, no doubt. Belarus police fired rubber bullets and tear gas on protesters. (gasps) Oh, my God. You mean like they do in America? U.N. human rights chief condemns crackdown in Belarus. And on and on it goes, the same script, the same narrative, the same message. Now that disgusting lump of filthy pond scum, Mike Pompeo, is giving the message of death to the country of Belarus for defying the new world order. U.S. will try to deliver democracy to Belarus, Pompeo says. Oh my God, watch out. Uh, we, We care deeply about the Belarusian people. Pompeo said on Wednesday, we want the people of Belarus to have freedom that they're demanding. Responding to a question about freedom in China, Russia, and Iran, he said, we want them each to have the same freedoms. You know, we love freedom. We will continue to try our best to deliver those to the people of Belarus as well. We're such kind, benevolent people, aren't we? Pompeo urged that nonviolent protesters in Belarus be protected and unharmed and said the U.S. would continue to communicate with the people there. Oh, okay, yeah. You mean you're going to fund and foment regime change, right, asswipe? Same old script, and people never catch on. They believe the propaganda they read, and now it's all we're allowed to read. Belarus stayed free and open during the scamdemic, and we are under medical tyranny. But we're going to bring democracy to them, huh? This is all over the news, but when doctors here demand cures for COVID be used, well, that's blacked out and censored. Who really needs true democracy? Mike Pompeo! This is what I knew was coming. Well, I'll keep my eyes on this horrible happening, my friends, and I'll report it to you. The plutocrats need all corporatized media and gullible people to believe they can get away with this. We, the freethinkers, are their only obstacle, and they have plans for us, believe me. The first step is to get the sheepies to think, we're the bad guys, and the obedient, gullible fools who will do as they are told are the virtuous good guys. I mean, Australia has a giant sheep herding campaign going on, and many people there and in New Zealand, are commie conformists, easily fooled. City of Auckland reimposed restrictions after four members of the same family tested positive for COVID-19, making the first instance of community transmission in 102 days in New Zealand. Four people tested. For what? Having a cold? And they locked down the whole joint again? You little wimps over there! You cowardly commie wimps! This will never end. People won't stop getting colds because you cower in your shelters like frightened mice, obedient to greedy profiteers. Listen to this authoritarian scumbag in Australia where they lock people in their homes over virtually nothing. And guess what? A vast majority of Aussie sheepies will comply to having their freedoms taken over this nonsensical bullcrap. And the tiny number of freethinkers who see what a scam this is, and who value their freedom, well, they want the sheepies to shame them and label them the bad guys. Listen to this order-following crap stain. 
Chief Commissioner Patton, how would you describe the level of compliance from the public so far? Look, Lee, generally speaking, the level of compliance has been very good. The vast majority of Victorians are doing what we want bah, them to do. There's a small minority who continue to disregard the Chief Health Officer directions. So we're obviously, uh, we're targeting those people. And with that disregard, is the issue, do you think, defiance or mostly ignorance of what the rules are? Look, that small minority, it's actually a bit of defiance. We've seen people who loosely describe themselves as um, sovereign citizens, some people who say the law doesn't apply to them. Uh, we pull them up at vehicle checkpoints. And just this week alone, we've had three or four cars that we've had to pull up uh, and people have refused to state their name and address and say they're not obliged to stop and say where they're going outside of a restricted area. So we then have to step through a range of processes. We've had to smash windows on some cars to get people out because they deliberately didn't want to comply with the Chief Health Officer directions. And is that unusual? Is that something police experience outside of this pandemic or do you think it's peculiar to this? No, we do experience that on occasion. It has been heightened of recent weeks, though, where people particularly are saying, you know, they're, they're anti-government, they're anti-regulation. But as I say, it is a small group, a very small cohort. Generally speaking, the whole Victorian community is banding together. And I think we're seeing a turning of community sentiment as well, where the community is actually shunning these people who won't wear masks, who try and breach our curfew uh, rules, who don't comply. So generally, the community is now saying, enough's enough. We want everyone to comply. Ah, matey. You see what their goal is? For them to get the sheepies to shun and demonize the free thinkers. There are people getting brutalized right now for not wearing masks in this country, even people with doctor's exemptions. When the dumb people who need to be told what to do and don't want to think for themselves lash out at the freedom fighters and truth seekers, well, we're doomed. And the plutocrats know that, and they planned this out. Look at this. A Nashville, Tennessee councilwoman wants those who don't wear face masks during a coronavirus pandemic to be charged with attempted murder. They have created mayhem and madness on purpose. They don't need a deadly virus. This one is no threat to healthy people and kids. And there are cures for it, too, that don't include putting people in a coma and shoving a tube down their throat and firing up a ventilator till they die. And then the hospital gets rewarded with extra money for doing it. Now, I'm not going to talk about hydroxychloroquine and high-dose vitamin C because I'm sick of it. Even the cures have been made political. We know they don't want anything but a vaccine. So all cures are going to be suppressed. They made a mild cold virus seem like the bubonic plague. All through corporate media outlets, which are omnipresent, and everything else is censored. That's the main point. The level of propaganda is insane. Here, just look at a few of these headlines in my Facebook feed. Done properly, night curfews can be helping curb coronavirus outbreaks, experts say. Oh, yeah, you can't question them experts. You know, it must be true because that virus, well, it's nocturnal and it hunts at night and targets people who like to have fun. Not deaths. Mind you, just positive tests they're talking about, which are unreliable and profitable to plutocrat-owned corporations. Oh, here's a good one. A GOP sheriff vowed not to enforce Arizona's coronavirus restrictions. Now he tested positive. <laughs> this is a propaganda agenda to make defiant people look stupid 
and then they'll have all the dummy crats say, ha ha, he had it coming for not being obedient to insanity. Now he's gonna die of a runny nose. Good, he was an idiot Trump lover anyways. Good Lord. Oh, oh, check this out. I love this one. Sex is now banned in northern lockdown if you don't live together unless in a hotel. The lockdown sex ban will come into force in Greater Manchester, East Lancashire, and parts of West Yorkshire tomorrow after the government introduced strict measures to cut rising coronavirus infection rates. So you know what that means. No sex for you, sheepies! It reminds me like when AIDS came out in the 80s. You know, I just happen to miss the hippie free sex and love and rock and roll generation. Instead, people my age, what did we get? Well, we got a sex disease and crack and Madonna. And you know what? Fauci's was around back then, too. He loves ruining people's lives, doesn't he? I hate him. No fun for you either, sheepies, and be afraid. Check this out. Los Angeles to shut off water and power to homes that are hosting large parties or gatherings. Nope, no fun, no joy, no friends, no freedom. We will decide how you live. Oh, and it's for your own good. Now, how long are we going to put up with this crap? Relax, Vince. We're not losing our freedoms, you conspiracy nut. It's just going to be like this for a few years, and then all our rights and freedoms will return, right? Yeah, okay. My heart bleeds for the children. We have to fight for them if not for us. I heard them say they want to spray disinfectant in schools constantly, like every hour. Then I saw this. Wildlife deaths from coronavirus disinfectant use alarm scientists. (gasps) Really? How can that be? Every living organism loves chemicals. It's so healthy. In the early days of COVID-19 pandemic, Public health officials believe that one of the most effective ways to fight the spread of the virus was to disinfect highly touched surfaces. That led China, South Korea, France, Spain, and several other countries to spray copious amounts of disinfectant through densely populated urban areas. Fleets of trucks, drones, and even robots douse streets, parks, playgrounds, and in other outdoor public spaces with virus-killing chemicals. In Indonesia... Drones drenched homes with disinfectant from above. In one village in Spain, tractors dumped hundreds of gallons of bleach into a public beach. What? Holy freaking crap, the world has gone mad. I can't take this anymore. This is insane. I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going nuts looking at how stupid the human race is. I can't handle this. I don't want to live in this insane world. I'm going to quit and crawl into my hermit hole and drink tequila and eat baked beans until I choke on my own methane and die. This is nuts. Everything is nuts. I'm done. I'm done. Dude, relax. Talk about some good news. Okay, you're right, Vinny. Sorry, my friends. Almost lost it there. There are good things happening. I saw they were protesting in Germany, and people are waking up in Serbia and protesting, and... They started that once they heard vaccines will be mandatory. Now, here in America, we're still not doing crap to stop this new world dystopia. The only protests going on here are subverted for the media to use for distraction and stoke racism with the BLM stuff. And, you know, they all wear masks and take the scamdemic seriously, so it's TV-friendly. And all they seem to want to do is loot and defund the police and tear down statues. There was lots of looting going on in Chicago again, and a BLM speaker said, 
Take all you can. They have insurance, and we've been cheated. So looting is good. This is not what we want. We need to join together and peacefully be non-compliant to the plutocrats and their government while we demand freedom, rights, and our country back. Yes, we need an economic bill of rights and a universal basic income is needed now. But we need to be in control of our monetary system, not the plutocrats. Nothing good will ever come under their rule. Now, this is how I envision a real people's movement to take back our country. It would be like a Grateful Dead concert that I went to back in the 80s. It was peaceful anarchy and good energy and compassion and kindness and sharing and unity. That is what we need, not violent protests and looting. The Dead Show's parking lot and concert was pure, peaceful anarchy. We ignored all the stupid laws, and the cops didn't even try to bust us because we were all doing it. They couldn't arrest 40,000 people all at once, so we were truly free and together. We smoked pot openly anywhere, but we all respected each other, and we were free to do as we like as long as we didn't hurt anyone else. It was electric. I felt a bond with everyone there, and we smiled at each other, and we loved one another. Geez, I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now just thinking about it. There was an energy of unity and like-mindedness that if we governed ourselves, we would have peace on earth. That is the movement we need. Trust, love, and faith in each other. We all want to live in peace and freedom and harmony. And we can do that if we end rule by the greedy rich. Thank you for joining me this week on the Plutocracy Report. Until next time, I'll be listening to the rivers sing sweet songs to rock my soul. Absorb and radiate love, my friends. I'm Vince Marcanti. Till next time, buh-bye. Sing me sweet and sleepy.